Cody was a hard place. If maybe it still is, um, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's, but, um, and it wasn't just because of SBO at all. There was like actually other a lot of other things going on with campus ministry and stuff that made it a really difficult place um, to live out our Catholic faith. So I just praise God for like for this room here for the work that you guys are doing. It's a small school, but like you guys can make such a powerful impact. I know that you are. Um, so I'm so excited because I have such a heart for you. Okay. Anyways. Um, and also like, so in SPO too, I, um, I just like, I love SPO. I feel like SPO, um, is actually what brought me back to Columbus. So I, um, graduated high school. I served in Minnesota with a group called Net Ministries for two years then I went to Franciscan University for a year. And um, in about the spring of that year, I started feeling like, well, yeah, I started feeling called to come back to Columbus. And I was not happy about it. I was just like, Lord, what are you doing? My experience of Columbus was my family, which I love. I have siblings, but none of them are walking with the Lord. My friends from home were not walking with the Lord. Um, I had been a part of such strong community for so long. I was like, I can't do it, Lord, without that. I don't want to do it without um, brothers and sisters that are helping me become a saint. Like I, I can't do it. And I, um, I kept feeling that conviction. And I finally, I remember one day I like prayed and wrote down like, Lord, if you want me to go back, you need to give me like a clear community to go to. And I didn't really know much actually really anything about SPO at that time. Um, well, I knew of it in Minnesota, I should say, but I didn't know anything of it in Columbus. And, um, not that I think that the Lord loves those, like, ultimatum prayers, like, if you want me to do it, I'll do it, if you, like, I know that's not really the reason why he did it, like, to listen to me, but he knew that I needed it, and I, I came home one, um, weekend, uh, for a family event from Franciscan, and I, like, met up with a family, or, uh, friend from high school, and she was, like, we were just, like, getting coffee, catching up, and I kind of mentioned, like, very briefly, because I was, again, not excited about the idea, it's like, you know, I feel like that Jesus is calling me to come back to Columbus, and she was like, oh, great. I'm going to ODU and living in dorm household. I need a roommate. Do you want to come be in, like, my roommate in this household? And I was like, okay. Like, and then we were on the floor with all the football players. So we saw her that. No. Um, but the Lord answered that call. And he answered it with SPO. And it was beautiful. And the community I found there was incredible. It was, it was what I needed. It was what I had been experiencing. Um, it's what led me back with, you know, with my husband, what led me to ultimately also our, um, the cornerstone community that my family is a part of that is awesome. Like my family is so, so blessed by that community. So I just have a really special place in my heart for both ODU and SPO. Um, so it's good to be here. That's all that to say is I'm excited about being here. Um, our topic today is about media. Um, I was talking to Sarah and she said that the like theme of this year, I don't know, the past few talks are everyday excellence. Is that right? <laughs> and I was like, that's an awesome theme. Like I want to be excellent every day. Um, so I thought that that was really cool of like how the Lord, like, yes, we're walking with the Lord. And a lot of what we do in this room is different from the culture, right? We're hopefully we're praying every day and we're coming to events like this and we're worshiping. Uh, we're doing Bible studies or all kinds of outreach and that's different. But at the same time, we still live in this world and there's a lot of aspects of our life that the Lord wants to have control over that we may not always be thinking of him being Lord of those areas. And I think one of them is media. Um, I don't think we always think of how can the Lord be the Lord of my use of media. Um, and so I 
was thinking about this talk and um, we, for the Cornerstone, we had our, um, what do we call it? The conference, every annual conference. And the theme was um, all about spiritual warfare. So really talking and diving into how um, Satan is real and how he is working against us to keep us far from the Lord and his tactics and really diving into that. And um, the keynote speaker talked about distraction a lot and how, you know, that's one of Satan's greatest strategies is to distract us, especially as we grow in relationship with the Lord, because he may not be able to pull us into some deep sins. And maybe he, I mean, we should never be prideful to think he couldn't, but like, you know, maybe we're past that, but we can easily be distracted. And that is what, that's what he's going to go after. And, um, you know, as he's talking about all the distractions of the, of the devil, he brought up media, the keynote speaker, and he posed this question that I wrote down and I've thought about so many times over the past six or eight weeks since that conference. And he said, how much time does the world own your eye? And I like so often now when I'm engaging in media, I'm thinking about that, that like, it's not something I was really thinking about before that like every time I engage in any kind of media, whether it's, you know, Netflix or YouTube or um, social media, scrolling through social media, there is a piece of my my life, myself, that I am kind of handing over and entrusting to this like media source because I don't know what's going to happen next necessarily in most of these things. And I also don't know how they're really affecting me um, on like a really deep level of my, like my soul and um, things that we can't see. So there's, there's a little bit of trust that I'm having in these media outlets that um, I just think we need to be aware of. And as Sarah said, none of this talk is like, hopefully going to make it seem like I'm like totally against media, but it's something that we as Christian disciples need to be very vigilant about because again, we're, we're entrusting our, ourselves and our eye, our ears over to the world when we're engaging in media. Um, and I, I was also thinking about just how much my time in SPO and like my time through college and, and trying to actually really um, understand and, and um, kind of train. It's a habit. It's like a way we train our minds and bodies to deal with media, how much that has affected where I am now and where my family is. Um, because I can tell you that I have siblings that all have kids really nearby that we spend a lot of time with. I can tell you that my family is very di- different than those fam- than my siblings' families, than a lot of my friends who are not following the Lord. Um, and it's because of like coming back to like the college, like college or just that formation time where I gave that so much um, emphasis of like how to bring the Lord into this area of my life so that I'm not consumed by it. Um, so like there is like there's such great importance of diving into this topic now, like when you're in college and whatnot. Um, so Romans 12, I think this is on your outline. It says, present your body as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, This came to mind, I think, mostly because, right, we are in this world. Um, I don't think we need to flee and run away from media all over. Like, that's where people are. There's a lot of good, and we'll talk about that. Um, But we need to transform it, and we need to be um, agents of transformation, I think, in the media. Okay, so... um, Our approach to media and entertainment, I think, needs to be limited and selective, I wrote there. So um, one of the, like, big points of this, I think, is, like, is the question of when are we using media? Um, And not just, well, like, obviously how much time, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but, like, 
actually physically like when are we using it? Because um, I was actually just reading a study not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, that was saying that the first like the first thing that your body like consumes, it was mostly talking about like drink wise. Um, the first thing that you drink in the morning is going to be what your body craves the whole day. So like it was like emphasizing not like me to drink coffee the first thing because that's all I do. I should change my ways. But it was like if you drink a cup of water the first thing, then you can have your coffee. But throughout the day, it'll be easier to get your water in because your body will naturally crave water if that's the first thing that you have in the morning. And I was thinking about that when I was thinking about this because I was like, you know, isn't that like how our souls are? And I, I think it is. Like when we wake up in the morning, if our first thing is, is to turn to check our phones and see the notifications that are there in the texts and the emails that you've missed and like to check in there versus checking in with the Lord or checking in with the relationship, like the people that are right around us before we do that, I think is going to have a profound effect on our use of media throughout the day. Because I think that there is something to be said of if that's the first thing that I'm going to in the morning, I'm going to keep going back to it throughout the day. Um, And so really whatever you need to do if it's keeping your phone not kind of right near you when you wake up so that you are naturally more inclined to um spend some time with the lord it doesn't have to be your full prayer time hopefully it is but like i know that doesn't always work in like i know it's different when you take your prayer time but like it should still be the first few minutes of every morning to be spending with the lord and to be engaging with the people that if you like for me i've I've been trying to make a point of this with like my husband and my kids before i even touch my phone or maybe it's your roommate maybe it looks a little different wherever you're living but to try to engage in those relationships engage in relationship with the lord before we engage with media because i i do think that's going to carry out like what we naturally go to throughout the day um And, um, you know, I was also thinking about like the reality as Christian disciples is that Jesus wants to be speaking to us and to be using us at every moment throughout the day. Like every moment he wants to be communicating with us. He wants to be using us. And, um, and so I was thinking about that, you know, in the use of media. And again, I'm not, this isn't to say every piece of media is bad, but like, you know, I was thinking about, um, you're walking to class and you have your headphones in or you're just kind of walking along scrolling on your phone um, or you get to class a few minutes early and you just kind of pull out your phone because you're bored and um, rather than engaging with people next to you. It's like those things that or um, that I think that like every moment the Lord could be using and wants to use and wants to speak. And um, and so just trying to really it's it's all about like my whole like thing is really about being self-aware that every time you are pulling out that phone again checking like okay we won't get too like crazy with this but um but every time you do to like waste time is a moment that like could be wasted that the lord could be having having something better for you um and better for the people around you um and so Yes, I just think that we need to be aware of all the times that we shut ourselves up and into ourselves and into our media from being available to the Lord and to other people. Um, and I, yeah, like the Lord has just made us to be in relationship with other people. So like, I especially think of like, like our culture is just not that way. I taught in high schools and it's like, it's nuts. It's nuts to me that it's just, it's, our world is just consumed in our phones. And I'm not, I, I'm sure we're a little bit past that. Hopefully, maybe not, but like that is our world. And so like we can be examples of that, of like actually communicating with the person who sits next to you. Like what? I know in college, like I would you, people didn't do that. Like you got to class and you sit and you like 
kind of keep to yourself, get out your phone, you do your thing. But like, that's not how the Lord made us to be. Like, that's not. And we can be a witness to that. And it could be awkward, whatever, anyway. But we can be a witness to that. Um, so thinking about when it is that we're pulling it out and are we taking away an opportunity that the Lord could be using? Um, I, you know, talk, put that media can be a cumulative effect of significant time wasting. I think that's self-explanatory. You pro and like, hopefully through this, and I have some examples at the end of like ways you could be reflecting on how much time you're spending. Cause obviously I think if we calculated and really did the math on how much time we're spending on our phones or on Netflix or this and that, it's crazy, but it can be extremely time wasting. Um, and it can be very addictive. Like I said, I worked in high schools and I, I genuinely think like many of my students were very addicted to their phones. And actually, so I was thinking about it like, oh, like my students were. And I started thinking, I'm like, that is so prideful of me. Like there have actually been many moments, like I've been walking with the Lord for a long time. And I think that there have been phases in my life where I feel like I've been like falling into this addiction a little bit more than others. I don't think it's like always the case. Um, I was thinking about it like right after I had my first baby Ellie like for like two months after she was born I was like I mean I was at home by myself most of the time with a baby who like babies don't do that much and I just was like so consumed in my phone all the time like after two months I was like what am I doing and like I made myself like I kind of made up rules for myself and literally put it upstairs in a in a drawer during certain hours of the day I know it may like it may sound silly but like things like that we need to be on guard and doing um to protect ourselves, like, especially if we get in those funks that are like, okay, I am spending way too much time doing, like, scrolling through my phone right now. Um, so I have fallen into this and have tried to take, like, some some measures to, like, fight against it. Um, what was that? Yeah, so I think that even in, like, Christian circles like this, like, you know, hopefully when you guys are around each other and at household dinners, the phones aren't out all the time. Like, I think there's usually some level of accountability with that. But, like, I still think this is an area that we need to all be, like, talking about and thinking about because I, especially, like, when you're not in household or at, you know, I don't see anyone on their phone now. That's great. But, like, what are we doing in our own free time? What are we doing when we're alone? Like, there's, like, it's it's not just about, you know, when I'm out with my friends, I don't have my phone out. Like, that's great. That's a huge step in our culture to not have your phone out all the time with your friends and with relationships. But, it's more than that. It's like all those, like when nobody else is around, what am I pulling out? Like, what am I doing? Um, uh, so going on a little bit, of course, much of the media is immoral, worldly, or ideologically loaded. And I think we need to be very mindful of what we're consuming. I think to some extent, this is obvious. Like there are very immoral things and we should not be allowing, um, Satan to get in and like it affects us. And it, you know, I think of it kind of like food, like there are good things, um, healthy foods that we need to eat. There's poison that will kill us and hurt us. And there's like the sweets that are like, I mean, if I, all I ate was brownies all day, like I would feel sick and get sick. But like, and so like, I kind of think about the media a little bit. There are poisonous things. There are things that are just not good. There are things that are good actually, right? There's a lot of like, I don't know, blessed is she, does anybody follow that? Like, I love that. Anyway, there's a lot of like actually good spiritual things that like give us life. Like that's good. There's terrible things. And then there's, like, the sweets. Like, okay, I can watch a Hallmark Christmas movie, right? Like, one, not ten of them. Anyway, um, you all can relate to that, right? The Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, whatever it is for you, there are some sweets. All right. There are some sweets that I'm not going to say are bad or wrong, but they're sweets. And if we have too much of them, they aren't going to be good. 
Um, also, I was thinking about, like, okay, the other day I was at my um, sister's house, and she has three kids. They're five, ages five, four, and two. And um, they have the cable TV on literally all the time. And um, we were over there, and every commercial that came on, all three of them, well, at least one, if not all three, including the two-year-old. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Everything. I want that. I want that. Can I have that? Like, not so. Like, I was, like, cringing and so annoyed. I was like, ah. And I, like, went home and was, like, talking to my husband. We don't have cable. And, like, at first it was because, like, we didn't want to spend the money. We didn't have a lot. Like, when we first got married, it was, like, trying to do our budget. Okay, we shouldn't do cable. We don't. Whatever. And then it became, like, well, we actually don't watch TV. And we don't want our kids to watch that much TV. So, like, we don't need it. And, like, after this, I was, like, I will never have it because I do not want my kids to see commercials. Like, I just, like, none of these were bad. They were, like, kids' toys. Like, okay, it's not, like, immoral. But, like, I was, like, there's so much greed and envy and jealousy and you're two. And you're, like, I need these things. I was, like, okay. Anyway, it was just, like, a perfect example. But these are kids and we think, like, okay. But, like, that is us, right? We're scrolling through Instagram and I have ads pop up all the time for, like, the cutest stuff. And I'm, like, I want these things or, like, whatever it is, whatever movie it is we're watching, like, it's still worldly most of the time it's still pretty worldly and so even if it's not immoral there's still like some again just like in like worldly or materialistic um themes that can you know sink in and can affect us more than we think like we think we're we're good um the jealousy the comparison and all that of course with social media is a huge huge issue nowadays too i think but, um, so Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Um, so I love that in relationship to this because, I mean, it really calls us out on a lot of what we do. Um, are these things that we're watching and consuming and are they true? Are they good? Are they noble? Are they leading us? Are they giving God glory? Are they leading us closer to Christ or not? Um, and I said that, like, I think there's a lot of gray area with media. Um, there's a lot of gray area in in certain aspects of like how we live our lives as Christians. I think that there's like black, bad stuff. Like we were talking about, there's good stuff. Um, but there is a lot of gray area in terms of like how much time, like the Pope did not tell us we need to spend this much time on social media or whatever it is. There's no like rules and it's a little bit gray on how much time or what even like, you know, the content wise can be a little bit gray. Um, I think this, I think this causes issues for two reasons. One, I think it can lead to judgment. Um, so I think that we need to, to be aware and like not allow the gray area to lead to judgment of other people. Um, I just think that that's, yeah, I think that the Lord, I mean, we are called not to judge. And I think that understanding that there is some gray area to this. Um, so not allowing this gray area to lead to judgment, but also in, in my opinion, I don't know, possibly more important is to not lead to complacency. Um, because I think that sometimes with the gray area, we can become a little lukewarm and like, well, it's not bad. It's not wrong. Like, but, um, but is it good? Is it actually, um, like anointed? Is it leading us closer to Christ or is it just, or is it not? Because, um, it could still be sin, even if it's not like immoral content that you're seeing and and things like that. So like, not growing complacent just because there's not like a specific rule, but, and that's why I think this talk in this time of year, Advent is a perfect time to be thinking about this of like, how are we using our media and our use of media? Um, and like, are we becoming complacent in that? And like, or are we comparing ourselves 
to the world, which hopefully we look pretty good, but like, that's not, I don't want my measure to be, um, to the world. I want it to be on Christ and what he's calling me to. Um, so anyway, so not growing complacent in this area. Um, I also think that our approach to media and entertainment needs to be purposeful. So, um, I think things to think about is like, where are we turning? And like, Specifically thinking about if you're angry or you're frustrated or you're stressed, you have a lot going on, um, you're trying to avoid something, like, do you run to, like, scroll through your phone because it's just, like, a release? Or do you just, like, I'm going to go watch a show because that's what I need right now? Um, or are you taking that to the Lord? Because ultimately he wants that. And, um, or to, to brothers and sisters as well. Like, so I guess that's a big call out is I think it's media is never good if that is an escape. If it's an escape for us from other things that we're facing, um, I think that's where a really dangerous, a dangerous thing to get into because the Lord never wants us. I, I would like He doesn't want us to run to media and things with our issues or problems or any of that. He wants us to come to Him um, and to be able to listen to Him and, and all that. Um, and the purpose of leisure and entertainment in the life of a disciple, um, because I think that that comes in a lot. Like it's like, well. Can I not have fun? Can I not watch a movie? Can I not? Whatever it is. Um, And like listen to music, all that stuff, like all the entertainment. And obviously, no, like the Lord um, rested on the seventh day. He is like, he created us to be people that need leisure. Um, But uh, as disciples, we need to actually be mindful of what leisure means and what what he's created for us in this. And um, the leisure needs to be stuff that creates true and genuine rest and restoration. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about like, when I partake in leisure, I should be, if I'm actually being restored, I should leave that time of leisure more zealous to like evangelize, more zealous to serve the Lord. Like I should leave that, like I am restored and I am ready to go and to fight in this battle with you, Lord, I'm ready to go win souls for you, Lord. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Like I actually feel restored. And I, I personally, most often now, again, like I said, I watch movies here and there, whatever, but like often my use of the media is not something that restores me. Um, sometimes it does, but oftentimes it's not. And it's not something that I leave like empowered and like restored and ready to go serve the Lord. Um, and so I, then I don't think it's a good form of leisure. And I think we need to be thinking about what are other forms of leisure that can actually create in us a restoration, a readiness to like get back at it when we're, when we're done with that time of leisure. Um, so yeah, being intentional about our use for media. So I think that, um, I think media, like, I mean, Sarah said, I use media and I think it, there's so many good areas for, for using media. Um, this is where a lot of our world is, particularly like social media, but so like to be a witness, um, to meet people where they're at for encouragement for people, for sharing the gospel, uh, for, you know, the entertainment, um, the, you know, especially like when you're watching a movie together with people, like I would, like, I would almost encourage you of that. If you're going to, engage in media, can you bring like other people there kind of with you? Like, I think that that ultimately like, um, already starts connecting you and building relationships and like brings more fruit out of the use of media and isn't as much time wasted as it is just a way to connect with people through like watching a movie anyway. Um, but so there are really good things. Um, but of course we have to be intentional about that and we have to be mindful of that. Um, 
what else am I going to say here? Um, oh, I was going to share, like, um, for me personally, and this, this is going to look different for everybody, but, like, I'm just trying to share, like, my experience with, with media. For me personally, in, in terms of social media, again, um, I found myself, like, in a position, like, where I was. I was experiencing a lot of... Um, a lot of jealousy, a lot of comparison when I was on social media, um, rather than like being excited about people, you know, of course in the back of my mind, feeling, feeling jealous or feeling, um, insecure then about myself and things like that. Um, and there have been different points in my life where I've taken like significant times of fasting from media for that reason. Um, but then other times, so like about a year ago I started and I've still been doing this and I actually like have noticed a difference, but, and so this is like an example for me, this may not be like what you need to do. Um, but I like made a rule for myself that every time I got on social media that I had to do at least one very intentional thing that was like glorifying God or glorifying or like encouraging somebody else. So like a genuine like message to somebody like, Oh, I just saw that you guys went to Florida. Like that looked like so much fun. Like what praise God for like giving you that opportunity and like writing in words, like even if I was feeling jealous, like I can't control that or like, but like speaking truth, speaking like praise God, he gave you that gift. Um, and being way, like being more, um, encouraging to people, um, you know, sharing more or telling people I'm praying for them. Like just being extreme. Like I do not get on it. And, like, I'll, like, think about it, too. Like, I'm, like, about to, I don't know. I checked something. I'm, like, I didn't do. <laughs> Anyways. And it might, like, again, that might not be, like, what you need to do. It's not, like, everybody needs to always get on and, like, make sure you do your thing. But for me, that's, like, helpful for me so that it's not time wasted and I'm not just scrolling. I'm, like, okay, what's my, like, intent here? How can I use this to glorify God or, glor- or like, encourage and lift up somebody else? Um, okay. So to kind of close this up, I think um, air- ideas to bring, help us bring this area under the Lordship of Christ. Um, ultimately, everything with media, and that, that's why I feel like I, I mean, this talk isn't like, you can't, you gotta do this, you can't do this, because like I said, there's like kind of a lot of gray area. It's a lot about your self-awareness and being intentional and being um, just aware of how it's affecting you, because um, I don't think we are. So some ideas of like how to bring this area under the Lordship of Christ Um, well, one, you could do like a media log and just actually be mindful. Like, I know your phones can do this. I I don't have an Apple, so I know (laughs) crazy, but, um, I did get an app that like did that, like tracked and it like shut down certain apps. I've done that before. Like, I'm like, basically, I don't know if anybody else is like, essentially what I'm saying is like, even though you're walking with the Lord, like Satan can use all these things to distract us and he does and he does me and so I go through different periods where I like feel like I have to come up with a new strategy to fight against this temptation to get too distracted so um anyways whether it's checking in more with like your iPhone like log or whatever or like keeping track of yourself and your use of phone your use of Netflix all of that stuff like actually just keeping track and like um there's questions there so I won't read through them but that like going back to those questions of how is it what are the messages you're hearing why are you going to media and things like that I think that that's, that's the key is to become more self-aware and, um, you can fast. I think that Advent is a fantastic time to fast. Um, like I mentioned, I've taken significant periods in my life where I fasted, um, from media altogether and it's been really good and like life-giving. And again, this is where I was kind of saying like, like the judgment piece, essentially, like it doesn't mean you need to do that, but like you need to be praying about, is that 
is that something that the Lord is calling you to is to like detach for a little bit because it's about detachment and bondage. Um, and then of course, accountability, like this is an area that I think we should be talking about, um, more with our small groups, with our brothers and sisters, I think coming up with like good goals for yourself in this regard. Um, and, and not, and like, like not getting complacent in the sense of, um, Again, just comparing yourself, like, I think that's just an easy thing for us, like, as Christians, is to kind of compare ourselves to the world and compare ourselves, like, but I'm not that bad, or, but, but, like, actually, like, what are your goals with media? Um, how are you using it? How often? And, like, what are, like, what are your goals in, um, to, like, start to help you detach a little bit if, if that's needed? Um, and to, like, recognize that, like, different points of your life may, like, the saint may be able to use it more, like, distract you more at this period than others. So, like, throughout your walk with the Lord to continue. Like I said, I feel like I've tried. I mean, this is, I'm thinking over the course of, like, 10 years, different things that I've done because I've, like, slowly seen it. Like, it's too much right now, and I need to either back away or it's too much. I need to put my phone in the um, drawer upstairs so I, you know, so it's a lot harder for Satan to convince me to go over to it. Um, so I, I just think like, you're going to like, this is going to keep coming up, um, throughout your walk with the Lord, but like continue to, to pray and to seek out help and ideas for like how to combat, um, our attachment to media and like, and like how to pray about how the Lord could be asking you to use media too. Like I, like I do, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a great tool. Um, so that is all I have for you. Um,